Sugis and Brachas, which has a Chazaka of making people confused. Because there are a lot of Pratim in the Sugya, and Mitaych uh, all the Pratim. It's hard to get clear exactly what the person is meant to do. What we're going to talk about is the order of Brachas. In other words, what's the thing? The person has a number of different things he wants to eat. So, what's the order then? <laughs> what's the order that he wants to make, that he has to make? The brachas. Which comes first, which comes second. Okay, so let's first talk about the principles involved, and then we'll get to the pratim. And hopefully, if you go through the principles first and make the sugi clear, when we get to the specific points, it won't be as confusing. So the first nakoda, the first important point to talk about is when we're talking about the seder brachas, you know, the order of brachas. We look at three different things. Number one, we look at in regards to the brachas themselves, what's the more chashon of bracha? There are some brachas which have distinction of other brachas, and therefore, if you're looking at which bracha to make first, we look at the chashon of bracha. What's the more chashon bracha? The second thing we look at is what's the more chashon food. And therefore, even if things are in a similar category, not always, even if things are in a similar category, if one's a more chashon a food product, so then it has the schus that the bracha should be made on that. And the reason for that is because um, if a person is making a bracha, it should make a bracha on the best. And therefore, if one thing has distinction, it's more chashuf, whatever the ways you're going to define what makes one food more chashuf than another one, so then the person should make the bracha on that. So again, there's chashivas of the bracha, chashivas of the food, as a second factor. And now, the third factor, which is, is going to play a part, is what a person wants. And now, why is this important? Because even if we're going to come to a chashivas of a bracha, right, let's say, we're going to talk about that Muzaynus, for example, is more chashiv than shakal. It's more of a chashivas to Muzaynus and shakal. So let's say a person is eating, for a meal, he's eating uh, meat and vegetables, and then for, as a last course, as a dessert, he's eating cake. So, in just one second, the meat is shakal, and the cake is Muzaynus, so they actually make a bracha on the cake first. And the answer is no, because right now I don't want to eat cake. Right now I want to eat something else. And therefore, the, the, the factor of what does the person want to do also plays a big part in the Seder Abrochus. In other words, the questions are only going to come when a person wants to eat or doesn't have a specific dice, what he wants to eat first. Then we can talk about out of the options in front of him now, which one should we make the bracha on. But if for some reason the person doesn't want to eat that food right now, so it's not a factor. Right? If I don't want to eat it now, then I don't want to make the bracha on it. So now I look at the options I have in front of me as what's as my options of what I want to make the bracha on, and then I decide out of those which is the what's going to be the order. Okay, so first let's talk about what bracha is the more chashiv bracha, and we know this. This is a, well, this is the easy part of the bracha. Now what makes something a more chashiv bracha is in order of the abbreviation which the person gives of hamagaish. Hamagaish is just the first letters of the word of the brachas of the, and that's the order that they come in. The first chashiv bracha is hamaiti. That's the hay. The second is Muzaynus. The third one is Gimel, is Gafen. The fourth one is Ayn, is Eitz. And then Eish. The fifth one is Aleph, is Adama. And the sixth one is Shakop. And therefore, as if you're looking at what's the most Choshev Bracha, then the, the order of the Brachas is going to be Hamaiti, Muzaynus, Gafen, Eitz, Adama, Shakop. Now, again, where's that Nagay? That's Nagay when a person wants to eat both. They're both in front of him. And now the question is, what's better one to do? 
Now, when it comes to Hamoitzi, there's another reason also to say Hamoitzi. And that is, Hamoitzi is Kemach Poitzi or everything else. And therefore, not to say Hamoitzi isn't just a question of an order of Chashivas. Not to say Hamoitzi is also Shalab Rachash and Yitzhichah, which means it's making an unnecessary bracha. So, for example, if I wanted to eat a hamburger, if I would make the Hamoitzi, that's the only bracha I'm making. So, if I decide now I want to eat some of the burgers because I'm making Sharakal, it basically becomes the unnecessary bracha because once you're going to make the Hamoitzi anyway, then you wouldn't need to make the Sharakal. And if that's the case, it's better to make the Hamoitzi and Hamoitzi and everything else. So, besides for the fact that Hamoitzi is a more Hashimah bracha, it also uh, uh, gets first place because the other brachas, when you make Hamoitzi, become unnecessary. So that's the case. So then anyway, you should make Hamoitzi first. But we'll be talking about it, even something which wouldn't be covered by Hamoitzi. For example, a person wants to eat bread and he wants to eat fruit. When you talk about those fruits now which are not covered by Hamoitzi, so what does he make first? The eighth of the Hamoitzi. And it goes like that, the Hamoitzi is more chashev, and you make the Hamoitzi first. Okay, the, we said the second most, the second bracha in the line is Mazaynus. And now we're going to see that this even comes before both of them come before Agathe. And if that's the case, you can ask the obvious question. So why when it comes to Shabbos, do we make a Agathe before Hamoitzi, or even Shabbos day? Why do you make a Agathe before Mazaynus? So the simple answer is what you already said. I don't want to eat the Hamoitzi yet. I want to make the Kiddush first. And if that's the case, it's not a question of which one should I do. I have two, two different things in front of me. The Hagafen and the Hamoitzi. And I'm deciding, well, I'd rather do the Hamoitzi first. Because the dinners have to start with Kiddush. So I only have one thing to do right now. I have to make Kiddush. Right? The Hamoitzi has to come second. Except the Cheshman over here is just one other thing. And that is, theoretically, a person could make Kiddush on, on Chana as well. Now, we saw in the Shabbos, that if a person doesn't have wine, you can make Kiddush on Necha Mishnah. And if that's the case, a person technically could say, he has to make Kiddush, so technically it's two options. I could make the Kiddush on the wine, I could make the Kiddush on the Chala. And if that's the case, since I could do either, why doesn't the Chala come first? Hamot is a more chash of a than a Gafet. That's one of the reasons, halachically, why is the Indian to cover the Chalas um, when I make Kiddush. And the reason is to show I don't want to eat the Chala now. If I didn't want to eat the Chana and I wanted to make a coffin, and the is which one to make Kiddush on, because I want them both, then maybe Hamoitzi will come first. But if the if the reason is to say I don't want the Chana, I want I definitely want the grape juice first, that's my first course, the Chana will be the second course. Then if that's the case, I cover it, the Shah is not before night, and then it's not a Cheshman anymore, then I don't have Okay, so that's the first example. Now, the feed this, will come an interesting thing. The feed this far, the other far is also, but the feed this far, at a Kiddush, when there's Mazaynus on the table, I don't need to cover the Mazaynus before Hagepa. Because we don't find that you can make Kiddush Shabbos stay on Mazaynus. And if that's the case, it's not that I have both options and I'm choosing to use the Gepin first. So I'm showing I don't want to use Mazaynus. I don't have both options. I have to use the, the, the Hagafin for Kiddush. In which case, it's as, as not, as not an insult, so to speak, to the Mazaynus. I don't want it. I can't use it anyway. Right. Okay. So that's the second point. That's a big example. We'll talk about that second question. Was Kiddush? Can you use Chal Shabbos Day or was only Friday night? That's a nice second. Then you wouldn't have the cover. That's the first Cheshbun, and that is Asla Chashibus of the Bracha. Asla Chashibus of the Bracha. So that, that, all other factors being equal, that's going to be the order of which, of, of when a person says the Brachas. Now remember, we're not talking about the for the case of Amati. We're not talking about the case where one Bracha is going to replace the other Bracha. The mice is going to have to make all of them. And if a person is eating, let's say, a mixture of foods, he has fruit, vegetables, and, and uh, things which are charcoal all in front of him, he's going to make all three brachas. The one's not being put the other one, except the question is just what's the order. 
Which one comes first? Okay, so that's as far as the Maida of uh, the Chashivas, the, the we call the Chashivas of the Bracha. So what's the Mokhashiv Bracha? Now let's talk about what's the Mokhashiv food. Okay, so now over here we're going, this work is a little complicated. So we're going to, the sake of trying to explain it simply, we're going to break the sugya of Mokhashiv foods into um, two categories. Category number one is in the case where you're talking about the same Bracha, and now the question is going to be, which one to make the bracha on? Because you can't make the bracha twice. I can only say how it's once. So I've got a, it's a and I've got a whole selection, a whole presentation of fruits in front of me. I'm making one eight. So the question now is going to be, what's the most harsh of one that gets the eight? And it's only one because once I've made eight, then nothing else means the bracha. Right? And now the second part we're going to talk about is what, what's going to be the halacha when you have two different brachas. In other words, there's eight and a dollar. You have a selection of fruit and vegetables, so I'm going to make two brachas. So the question now is going to be, what's the mulchashev one, in the sense of, is the fact that the food's mulchashev going to change the order of the brachas? It's not trying to replace the brachas, it's going to change the order. Okay, so let's start with the first category first. And the first category is, I have a number of options, but I'm only making one bracha. And now my question is, which one to make the bracha on? So let's go to the top and start with the mighty. And there's a whole similar that talks about this, and that is, if I have different options what to make Hamoitzi on, which one should I use? I go to a fancy reception and I see that they have uh, fitas and they have uh, various shapes and sizes of rolls and they have health bread and they have matzah and they have all different options which are all Hamoitzi, right? And they have really slices of pizza already cut, whatever it's going to be. So I have a whole selection of Hamoitzi's which I could eat and I'm going to make Hamoitzi. But the question is, which one should I say the bracha on? What gets the chashivas as the more, most chashiv food then gets the hamotzi. Okay, so the rule in the Shulchan Aruch is that most chashiv hamotzi is shalem. If any of them is a dalva shalem, is complete, that comes first. Even if it's not my favorite one, like you're going to see. And the other cheshman is, even if there's a... Uh, then we'll see, the other factors which could make something, another thing better. It's, it's better quality flour or whatever it's going to be. The ma'isa, if something is shalem, I make the bracha on the shalem. Now what's called shalem? What's called shalim? So, we know from Shabbos, the dinner of Lechem Mishnah also has to be shalim. Right? So, if you don't have a whole loaf of bread or a whole khala, there's, only, there's a piece missing, it's not shalim. But it doesn't have to be that big. If I have a whole baguette or a whole pizza or a whole matzah, that's also called shalim. As long as it was baked this way and this is the whole item, the whole unit on its own, that's called the dava shalim. But if it was, wasn't baked that way, I had the whole lechem, the whole. Uh, I don't call it a lot necessarily, but the whole item that I baked, and that's missing something, that's not called shalem. So, for example, if you have a loaf of bread and someone cuts you a slice, you can't say it's shalem, it's a whole slice. No one baked the slice. It's a piece of the loaf. But if a person would, would bake a matzah, which is not much bigger than a slice of bread, if it's necessarily very thinner, and I would say that's shalem, because this is, this is baked as a unit. This is a dove of shalem. In other words, it doesn't make a difference how big the shalem is. The fact is that it was shalem, this is the way it was baked, I have the whole, the whole thing here in front of me. As opposed to if I've lost some of it, it's not considered shalim anymore. How much can it lose? How much can it lose? So this is always the shalim of matzahs. Because in Pesach, a person has to have, also we want to make the bracha on a matzah which is shalim. But matzahs are brittle, and especially having matzahs, they crack easily. So very often you'll notice the matzah that it's not a complete, perfect circle because there's a little bit missing somewhere. Right? Either they got stuck to the oven or they got burnt or they cracked or whatever it is. When do you consider something to be a shalim? And the answer is the same you said. This is the way it was baked. 
if the matzah didn't come out a perfect circle, because in the oven something broke, burnt off, whatever it is, that's local chalet. This was the universe respect. If after I take it out the oven, someone snapped, now it's missing a piece, that's not chalet. This wasn't the whole way it was back. What's the answer? Says the Mishnah Brahim of Very simple, put it back in the oven again. Because now it's baked like this, and now that becomes a double shalom. Okay, so that, that's how much something can be missing for shalom. Someone could bake a half a loaf of bread and then it's baked like that? Well, there would be a whole loaf. What makes it a loaf is the fact that uh, this was the unit. So a bigger loaf, a smaller loaf, doesn't make a difference how big it is. It's warm? No, you have to get a crust. Yeah. Not warm it up, it has to bake. Which means that's a developer crust on the outside. Yeah, and if the loaf of bread is cut up into like... That's the first. The second thing is, what about if it's starting to break? You have a, either a very heavy khala or it's a very soft khala. So it's kind of snaps and it kind of comes apart. So the halacha is, if I pick up the smaller piece and the whole thing comes up, it's still called shalit. If I pick up a piece and it's going to snap off, it's not called shalit. Right. So it's so, well, a matter. Sometimes the matters crack because they're very thin or they're very dry. But if I can still pick it up and it holds its own weight, it can come together as a unit, that's called shalit. If I, if I pick up holding one side and the rest is going to crack, then it's not called the double shalit. So my first maila is shalit. And uh, the Mishnah Bura even has a kunz, a trick. And he says that if my, I feel my khal is like either tearing or about to tear or it's already started to tear in the middle, you can put in something in the middle to prop it up to hold it together. And now that my it holds together, it looks like a dover shalim. Which means even if I'm using some other agent to, to stick it in place, as long as it, doesn't, it looks like it's sticking together, that's still called shalim. Again, that's the biggest smile, like we said previously in the biggest it's more important than something else. Which means if, even though we say when it comes to bracha, a person should be ready to eat straight away after the bracha. When it comes to Hamaiti, it's better to have the Dover Shalem in front of you and then only afterwards cut the piece you want and eat it rather than cut it first and have only a piece to make the bracha and not the whole thing. So the same thing if a person wants to, is eating a baguette or is eating a bagel or whatever it is, there's a cut in half to fill it, but it's better to first make the bracha and then it's whole. If I can open it in such a way that it's still Shalem and put whatever, whatever I want inside, that's fine. If I'm going to sever it completely, I'll rust the mind of Shalem. It's better to make the bracha on the Dover Shalem. And now we have the big problem, which comes every week if you go to the bakery before Shabbos. And you see that the way they bake chalas in this country is not in separate containers, but they bake them all in the same tray. So you have a lot of chalas baking on the same tray. What happens is they rise. Only in this country? Or it's... They bake chalas all in a flat tray, or they bake each one in its own container. If they bake each chalas in its own container, then it comes out perfectly chalem, because each one is kept separate from the others, so it's a whole chalas. But if you bake chalas on a tray, what happens is the talas tend to rise and expand and then they touch each other. And then they, they, they bake, so to speak, touching each other. And if that's the case, you don't have a perfectly formed crust because of the area where the two are connected. Is that not called shalem? Is that not called shalem? So we're going to talk about it. Is that not called shalem? Because the it, it it's stuck to another khalaf. So the MS is that it could be shalem as long as I do a good job of separating from each other. But if I start it, like I tear them apart and a bit of the one khala joins the other khala, now it's not shalim anymore. Because now I've lost part of my khala. It doesn't have to be that the khala has the perfectly rounded shape. As long as this is the shalim, this is the whole thing of this, this unit, of this loaf, of this khala, this, this end, this roll, whatever it's going to be, that's okay. But if the mice, when I take separate them from each other, one, uh, uh, they don't separate exactly where they're connected because the dough is sticky. And therefore, when I pull it apart, a piece of the one comes with the other one, so it's not shalim anymore. It's not shalim anymore, and then I have a problem. I can't, I mean, it's time to for a bracha, but for sure when it comes to Hamotzi and Shabbos, when a person is Mishnah, 
That's not called Rechem That's not called Rechem Mishnah. The Chal that took the other piece. So the Ma'is, it's a Shalem, but it has a piece stuck to it. And then it's brought in the Mishnah. Remember, a person should take a piece off. Because that makes it look not Shalem. Being as that is an extra, like a jagged edge, whatever it is, which is not part of that Chal, it doesn't have the Chashivas of looking like a Dover Shalem. And if it's better to take it off, then it looks like the Dover Shalem that it's meant to be. But if he takes it off in the future? The other edge is if I have two Chalas like that, which are still stuck together, fine, that's my Lecha Mishnah. Hold them together and make the bracha like that. I don't have to separate them beforehand. If I want two chalas, so I can make the two chalas as they are, which is fine because now nothing is missing. There are two shalim chalas which are attached. I'll make the bracha on the shleimim and then after I'll cut them. But then if I take them apart, I might lose one of them and I've lost my shalim. By bread, by chalas, by lechem is a shivish shalim. The Shachanarach, when he talks about it, even says that. Even if, the, like we said, the piece of bread is bad quality bread. Right? Let's say the shalim is not such great quality bread, but he calls paskebar is like second grade flour, and this individual slice I have is a much better quality. It's pasnakia, it's soyless, it's a good quality flour, or let's say in today, I, I prefer, let's say, uh, a slice of pizza, or I prefer uh, uh, one of those little, like French, what do they call them, French baguettes with slices, or I prefer an onion. Uh, or garlic bread or whatever it's going to be. So I prefer this to the to the to the shalim, which is just a regular shalim shulos roll. Right? It doesn't make a difference. Shalim comes first. Shalim comes first. If I have to if I have to make a bracha on one of them, I should make a bracha on the shalim. Right. The shalom is one exception. That is, if the shalim is from barley flour and the slice of bread is from wheat flour, so the shalom first. I should make a bracha on both together. I should put them back on both together and cut them back together because here there's a balance to there's a mile in each one. Okay, that's the that's the first halacha. But remember that we have the third condition also. The third condition is that it depends what the person wants to eat. Which means if I go to the same smuggler's board and I see the, all the various kinds of breads there are, and I see the slices of this kind of bread or pieces of that kind of bread or whatever it was, all the different things I want, and I see that there's a whole plain white starchy rolls which I don't want. I'm not mechuyev to eat something I don't want to make a bracha on it. If I don't want that, I'd rather have a slice of the spicy pizza, or I'd rather have a piece of the pizza, or I'd rather have something else which is a mochi, and not have the plain plain, the plain unappetizing roll. I'm not mechuyev to eat it just to be a shalem. This then only applies when I want to eat all these things, and one of them is a shalem, the shalem gets priority. But if I don't want to eat it, I'm not mechuyev to eat something I don't want. Then the, then the question is only between the ones that I did want to eat, what takes priority? Okay, so that's the, that's the deal as far as the action goes. Right. Now, so the first matter we said is Shalem. The second matter, which uh, we ha- is, uh, what about if one of them is Shiva Samini? How do you have Shiva Samini and not Shiva Samini by bread? So we know there are five things you can make bread out of. We have, firstly, chit and saira, which is wheat or barley. And then we saw that if the, if the barley has a mile over the wheat, the person should make the bracha on both. Normally we took it before barley. And then you have the other kinds of grains, which are, like we said, part of the family of the shiva saminim, that lemaiz said they're not brought in the pasuk, and that is shifa and shiva, uh, kusmin shifa and shiva and shul, spelled oats and rye. And therefore if I have bread, one of these things, as opposed to bread from shiva saminim which is chitza, let's say, or soira. So, in a case like this, what becomes more important? 
So the Shulchan Aruch is over here that a person makes a bracha on Shiva Semenu first. Shiva Semenu first, and then again, even if the other one is, he wants it more. In other words, barley bread, I don't think it's that tasty, but rye bread is tasty. And if even a person likes rye bread more, but he wants to eat both, if he wants to eat both, he's going to make the bracha on the Shiva Semenu first. Shiva Semenu is more fashion. Okay, that's a second uh, mailer. What happens if I have one against the other one? In other words, until now we spoke about uh, when I have uh, either wheat against barley and the barley is shalem and the wheat is not. And we saw that the Shulchan Aruch says that I should say the bracha both together. But same Mishnah Yachad, he says I should make the bracha both together because there's the maila that uh, each one has. One is the maila that it's the chitzah, which is better. The other is the maila that it's shalem, which is better. And if that's the case, we should make the bracha both together. Now, what about the case where you have not chitzah sorry, but one of the other shivas aminim, the other sorry chamish aminim? For example, the shalem is made out of oats, but then you have a slice of it which is chitzah. What comes first over here? So here, the the chachra, the mishnah bura is he brings it from he brings it in the shemaritzin. He brings it from the yirava, from Godim, That he says it's sad that here the the ma'aser, the one which is either chitzah sorry, should come first. There's a melee in the fact that it's one of the Shiva Samenim more than the other kinds of grain. That's the second distinction. The third distinction in bread, what in the time of the Gemara was that it's, it's more knocky, which means it's better quality flour. Now, in the time of the Gemara, more knocky meant more refined. In other words, if they couldn't do a good job of separating the husks from the wheat kernels when they ground it, they would have a, a darker flour or a more grainy flour. If they could do a better job of separating husk from the wheat, and then they would have more clean wheat flour, or let's say it's a more finely ground wheat flour, it's what the Torah calls soy less, which means fine flour, that was considered a maila. And therefore, as far as the Gemara is concerned, and the Halach is concerned, if a person has two options, one which is soy less, fine white flour, as opposed to a heavy, coarser, mixed flour, so then the white flour should come first. That was considered a maila. The question today is if that's still true. Because today the idea of dark bread or whole grain bread or health bread uh, are often more popular than plain white bread. And we've gone full circle. And now that people are looking for the more healthy variety, even if it's a, a dark flour or it's a whole wheat flour as opposed to a pure white flour. So it's true that Medina Gemara, Medina Gemara, the Naki, which means the one which is uh, a whiter flour, is considered a preference, but now we're going to come back to what people prefer. The Gemara is going with the preferred variety of the time, when the people prefer a white flower as opposed to other flowers, and if that's the case, that, that, that we get a distinction in coming first. By showing me today, if a person prefers the non-white flower, the whole wheat flower, then it's not sure, it's, it's, this mainly doesn't apply. The, the reason why it was considered a preference is because it was considered better. Okay, that's the third thing. And now the fourth thing, all other things being equal, is what, whichever one is making. There's a matter in size also, it's more chashot. And therefore, if a person has a choice between two things that he wants to eat both, and one is bigger than the other, then a person should make a brach on the bigger one. Now, tahainu. That means all other things being equal. In other words, let's say I want to eat two things. I want to eat a baguette, and I want to eat a small onion roll, or garlic roll. They're both shalim, and I want both. So which one should I make the brach on? The answer is, being as they're both shalim, they're both wheat, both the Chaviv, I want both of them. Okay, so that's the case. Then we go to the last of our ways of determining which is better, and that is whichever one's bigger. Whichever one's bigger. 
and if one is bigger, that looks like Muchashav, so they should make the bracha on that. But if the piece is bigger than the whole, the, the, the big one is just the piece, and the whole one is smaller, for sure the whole one becomes, is more Muchashav. Something which is shalem, which is complete, is, is more is more of a priority than something which is big. And therefore, if I would have, let's say, three quarters of a khala left over from Shalash or I'd have a small uh, dava shalem, again, a small garlic roll, something like that, since it's shalem, it'll come first. The, the maila of size is only in all other things are equal. Okay, so then, so let's, see, let's just revise the first thing we saw today. And that is, we said that when you came in, come to Hashivas of the Brachas, what comes first is Hamoitzi. Within Hamoitzi, we're talking about different kinds of things which are Hamoitzi. So what's, what's the order of what's more Hashiv as a food? We saw, uh, firstly, Shalem. Shiva Saminim, which means if I have a, a non-Shalem of Chetim and the Shalem is from one of the other grains, the Shiva Saminim will come first. We saw the third Maila is, if it's cleaner flour, which means the flour I want more. And so the fourth matter is the size. One last point. There is a possibility of saying hamoitzi on things which aren't really hamoitzi, like cake, or things like that. If I eat a big enough quantity, I'm conversant on that. He has also brought that if a person has the option, he wants to eat, let's say, something which is really hamoitzi, and he also wants to eat a lot of uh, possible kisses, which isn't really hamoitzi, but enough that he can hamoitzi on, it's brought that it's better to make a brach on the real hamoitzi. That is the chashivas of the food, which really is hamoitzi, Rather than something which isn't really hamoitzi, but he's just making hamoitzi because he's, he's being converted on it. So, so this forgot tonight the matter of hamoitzi. Version next time we'll talk about when it comes to other foods how we line up the chashivas and brachos, which one comes first.